Hey, it's Cindy, your host of the Brave Enough to Try podcast. Did you miss me? I know, I know. I've been MIA for a little while, but I'm back now to let you know that we're kicking things off this week with our summer series. The summer series is going to include a lot of wonderful friends and guests that are living their wildest dreams. Lots of small business owners, lots of entrepreneurs, and of course, lots of really incredible people that are going to motivate, inspire, and encourage you to chase your wildest dreams. I hope you guys enjoy the series as much as I enjoyed recording them. Hey, it's Cindy, and you're listening to the Brave Enough to Try podcast, a show created to provide you with helpful life and small business tips, as well as encouragement and inspiring conversations with friends that I've made along the way so that you can be inspired to be brave enough to chase after your wildest dreams. Hey everyone, it's your host, Cindy Moore, and I'm so excited you're joining us on today's episode of Brave Enough to Try. We have a super special guest today. Please let me introduce you to the wonderful Alex. She is the CEO of All Kinds of Wavy, a brand that empowers individuals with wavy hair. She educates on product knowledge and styling methods that actually help her students have frizz-free, defined waves through her online course called Owning Your Hair Type. When Alex isn't busy transforming locks, she enjoys writing songs, digital art, and quality time with her family in Utah. Alex, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me here. You have no idea how excited I am about this. Yay, I'm so excited to have you. Um, I always like to start on anytime I have a guest, I always like to ask what led to your journey of all kinds of wavy? I'm so excited about this question. So. Obviously, it's complex, but I had just had my daughter. She's two now, so just a couple of years ago, and I was feeling pretty lonely. Stay-at-home mom, had postpartum depression, and when I was in that space, I just decided I've got to do something to get me connecting with other people, and doing it online plus making money just made sense for me, so I started doing affiliate marketing, which I really loved. but when I started doing hair care, I noticed that my waves, my waves might be wavy. I noticed that my hair might be wavy. And it was kind of during that era of COVID where everyone was like, I didn't know my hair was curly. And I'm like, do I not know my hair is curly? Huh? <laughs> I was obsessed with it. I really wanted to figure it out because I had kind of struggled with this my whole life of thinking my hair was straight on top and curly on bottom. It was a big mess, but I didn't really know what that meant. I just kind of equivalented that to having messy, frizzy, tangled hair that was unmanageable. Um, Yeah, seriously, right? It's so hard. Um, But when I was in that space and I did find out my hair was wavy, I started applying curly methods and I started seeing some results, but I'm just a researcher. I think this is something most entrepreneurs can connect with. But if you're an entrepreneur, you probably have just taken a big nosedive into whatever topic that you teach about. And for me, that was wavy hair. And no joke, I just did hours of research every single day. It's kind of what I just dove into passion for. And I started sharing my transformation on Instagram. And it went viral a few times. <laughs> My biggest one was 4.8 million views. That's 
incredible. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> I was around like, I don't know, less than 500 followers on Instagram. I was a nobody and I skyrocketed up to like 15,000. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> at that time, I noticed a huge gap in the market. Like people did not know what to do with wavy hair. They're like, wow, this is the first time I've seen anybody have hair that looks like mine. And they were asking me for advice. And I was doing all of this research and I was promoting other brands products. So I felt almost obligated to chime in and tell them what solutions to do for their hair. Consequentially, I was spending a lot of time giving each individual person my attention and my expertise for completely free. I mean, that's fun, right? It's fun to help people. But it doesn't make income. And when you're a mom, that matters. The time that you spend helping others, like not monetizing that is really difficult. So I was. Yes, absolutely. I couldn't agree more with that. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I was putting in like 40 to 50 hours a week promoting other people's products. And it wasn't necessarily that I was using all that time to do these like collaborations and affiliate partnerships. But it was because of the time that I spent in the DMs talking with people, which was a lot of work. But it did lead me to all my expertise that I have today. I've consulted with about 7,500 people. Wow, that is so impressive, Alex. That's amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, So I was absolutely terrified, honestly, when I started my own brand. Uh, Tell me what... uh, So passion, right? You 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 see a gap in the market, which I love because I think a lot of the times um, we're so passionate about things, but we don't know how they fit into our current like status or like, um, for example, like you go on Instagram, right? And you see all the people that you follow. Um, and it's usually things that you're really passionate about, but you, it's sometimes you have a hard time, like distinguishing, like what the gap is, like, where do I fit into this? Or um, how can my brand stand out from all these other, other brands? So I guess my next question to you is how did you build on your own unique personal brand? You know, was it, was it from all the experience, you know, being affiliate marketing with all these different brands? Was it um, via the community that you were building, you know, in your DMs? What was it about your specific brand that you think really helped sort of elevate you to the next, you know, to where you're at right now? Absolutely. So I have the expertise, I have the experience, I have the passion behind it. But when I wanted to make my own brand, my own digital products, I didn't know where to start. I found a brand strategist and hired my own brand strategy coach. Oh, yeah. Because I had done the hair thing DIY. Mm -hmm. I knew how long it took for me to get acquainted with that, to do all the research. That was like two years of my life. Mm -hmm. And I knew that if I was going to put this into my own brand and my own products, I wanted that to happen now. And it was literally in January when I had the idea to make all kinds of wavy. I made my online digital products with the help of a brand specialist, like helping me to market those things within a couple of months. So my products and my brand has only been live for three months now. But that's incredible. I mean, the impact, <laughs> think about it though. The impact that you've already made in such a short amount of time, I I, I can only imagine what's going to happen in the next twelve months. I mean, you're going to be like, <laughs> you're. I can already see like all kinds of wavy like in magazines and like different online articles because I think that if you have a truly great product, and then of course like 
just getting to know you and like seeing you and and I'm a big believer that like the person makes the brand like you're so like mm-hmm. so sweet and knowledgeable and like you make me want to like test out my hair like I want to see if I have wavy hair you know um and I think that that's such a great thing because I do feel like the power in branding is knowing your strengths and then also knowing when to delegate and reaching out. And I feel like with you working with a brand strategist, that's like, I think so many small business entrepreneurs, they think they have to do everything themselves and they don't realize that mm-hmm. like, you can cash in on your strengths. And in the areas where you, you really just either don't have the time or the expertise, it's okay to reach out. And I know that a lot of times people think what's the money, you know, like mentors and, and coaches, they do cost money. But I always look at it like mm-hmm. you're investing in yourself and you're investing in your future. And the, you know, the return of investment is going to be like tenfold if you really dive in and, and put your effort into it. I'm a big believer that you can get back what you put in. And it seems like you've put in the work and you've worked with somebody and it's already paying off. Yeah, no, it is absolutely huge. It is something that I would absolutely recommend to somebody that wants to speed up that process or that just wants it to be more effective. The money that I have put in to my business is already positive. Like it's already paying off. I was working 40 to 50 hours a week. I work 20 to 30 hours a week. So it's like the dream, right? Yeah, it is a dream. It's, it's crazy the difference building somebody else's brand and selling other people's products and then selling your own, the satisfaction in itself is something. And I know that I can make solutions to all these problems I saw before, but now the pockets are filled. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another point with having a brand strategist that I think is really important for people to know is how much it can accelerate your growth. So I had consulted with all these people, right? From all those people, I brought back those people from the dead into my email list. I warmed them up. I didn't know anything about email marketing before, but I went from none of these people being in an email, nothing to having like four or 5,000 people that are active in my email community, which is huge. That's a major difference. And since then, I've also gained about 500 new email subscribers. That's incredible, Alex. What an impact that it can have on your business. I 100% agree. I think a brand strategist, um, can really excel things for you. And I think they can kind of erase some of that fear that we have mentally prepared ourselves for. You know, they kind of come in and they can kind of clear out some of that space uh, by showing us solutions to things that maybe we didn't realize were available Absolutely. to us. I have a question. Perfect. <laughs> as a mom, as a mom, as a mompreneur, you know, my husband likes to joke with me. Um I know that you wear many, many hats, obviously, um, from just marketing and, and and owning your own brand and just building community. As a mom, how do you find balance between pursuing your goals and motherhood? I love being a mom. Being a mom is my one of my favorite parts about life. But I am a huge believer in that what I show my daughter is what is the best example for her? The best example is just doing. It's not saying like, oh, you get to take care of people because I take care of you. It's going after my dreams, putting my mental health first. She sees that and develops a different type of emotional intelligence that she may not otherwise. And her basic needs and 
her life is always going to be first priority. But I also need to have parts of my life outside of motherhood. I don't want to be fully consumed by it because I have been there and it's depressing to only have that one part of you. Maybe there are unicorns that just love being a mom and nothing else. Like that's, that's their sole purpose and that's okay. But if you're feeling a pull towards a business, you want to create ideas, creativity, something that you can contribute to the world in a different way that does not make you less of a mother. I think it just shows your children what they can do with their lives. Um, and then as far as like, I guess the tangibles on this, because it's like, okay, that's cool. I love your mindset, but what the heck do I do? <laughs> right. <laughs> so this is something really cool that I have made some changes with lately. I am working a lot less and I had my daughter in daycare when I was doing all this one-on-one -on -one work for free because I really wanted to do it and I wanted to make money. Um, but I've made this shift lately. I actually had my daughter's last day of daycare yeah, the day before yesterday. So I'm kind of transitioning into a different part of life where I want to be more present in her life. But I also want to run my business. So I've been time blocking and doing like themed days. So I only have one day of the week where I create content. Right. Oh, I love that. It, it is so freeing. You have no idea how freeing it is. To I, just might, I might need to switch over to that. <laughs> it is amazing. Like, I don't know how people do the like, oh, I content plan one day for the month. I'm like, how? <laughs> <laughs> Show me <But> your ways. <laughs> once a week I can do. And one thing I have realized with that is if I'm having a hard day or content is taking longer to create whatever, I just make less content and that's okay. Easy. I used I to post that. every single day, a reel every single day. And now sometimes I only get three or four reels done. Whatever happens, that's okay. My audience is going to be fine, whether it's three reels or seven reels. But having it all in one day has made it so much more manageable. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. I, I'm a big, I, I, we posted an episode like on theme days and time blocks a while back and my days are structured for like, you know, like newsletter day, um, podcast day, et cetera, et cetera. And then I have like time blocks in between because for all of the, like, I know my followers know that I homeschool. So in the morning it's like, you know, you have all these different duties. Um, but it is, it is really hard. And sometimes you have to step back and you have to say, like, what am I doing this for? And then you realize, oh my gosh, my, like for, for example, for me, my 11 year old, she's watching me and she'll say things to me like, mommy, I'm so proud of you. And oh my God, I'm going to start to cry because you have no idea. Like when they see you work, they know that they're capable of doing anything. I took her to, I mean, I'm sorry, <laughs> to Austin. We took her to Austin. And of course, you know, they have like the big capital there. And I remember we took her in and there was only one photo of like a, a female governor. And she was like, you know, we need more female governors. She's like, maybe I'll grow up and my picture will be up there. And I was like, yes, like she's learning to be so observant and she sees the world. And I so admire what you said about if you have this like pull, this like passion to follow your dreams, it doesn't make you any less of a mother. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't make you um, any less than I think that we all are on our own journey. We all have our own like idea of what motherhood is and they're all beautiful. And I'm with you. I think that 
actions speak loud, louder than words. And so when my daughter sees me like getting up and doing all of these things, I know that when she grows up, she's going to say, Hey, my mom did it. I can do it too. You know, like if it's possible for her, it's possible for me. And it hasn't always been easy. You know, I, when she was little, I worked three jobs when I was going to school to get my bachelor's and then my master's. And so I missed out on a lot of like her childhood. Um, But I think about it and I think, wow, look at the career that I have. Look at the things that I get to do. And none of that would have been possible for her if I hadn't like pushed through when I did. So I totally admire um, your take on this. And I do think that um, having days like, I'm going to steal that. Like I need to have a content day. Like that sounds amazing. It's so refreshing. You're literally making me tear up while you're talking. Like I almost started bawling like three different times. (laughs) You know, and I might steal that idea and use it as homeschool, like computer science. I'm going to teach my daughter like how to film me and like how to edit. I'm going to find some type of way to put it into like homeschool curriculum because. um, Get done with that computer science. (laughs) You know, because like, think about it. If she can help me, then it's like something we get to do together. And like, how fun, you know, I. Now I'm thinking of all the possibilities. So I am definitely going to take the building content in one day of the week because I think that that would take some stuff off of my plate um, as far as... Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. So thank you. Have you heard of decision fatigue? You know, I think I've heard it in passing, but not enough for me to be like, I know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) So it's pretty simple. Decision fatigue basically means your decision making gets poorer throughout the day. Right. It just does. I mean, we get tired, things pile up, stress goes on. During the day, you just get more tired. This is why you eat out for dinner. You know, you're like, oh, I'm gonna make dinner tonight, but I'm just so exhausted of this day. Now I don't know what I'm gonna make, so I'm not gonna make anything for dinner. We're gonna go eat out. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with so many things. So the very last thing I do in my day is prep my day for the next day. I make like to-do lists. And it's a crappy to-do list. It's like, oh, crap. These are the things I didn't get done today. These are like the top priorities I really want to get done. And then the first thing I do in the morning is make a detailed to-do list. So it takes that like messy crap from the night before. And then I structure it into the day. That way, the most important things get done. And I have a clear vision for what I'm going to do. Those decisions are easy. They're kind of already pre-made. And it makes life a lot easier as well. Oh, I love that. I I usually have a what I call like a brain dump list. It's like a little, um, yes. little post-it notes, you know, I have them on the side of my bed because I found that like, sometimes when I can't sleep, cause I'm so worried about like, Oh crap, you know, like I got to do this tomorrow or I got to do that tomorrow. I'll just like brain dump them on the post-it note so that I can try to go to sleep. And in the morning I'm like, Oh yeah. You know, like I have these things to do, but I like your idea of just like having kind of like an unstructured list at night just like all the things that you need to do. Cause there are some things that kind of fall through the cracks and then you're like, Oh, you remember them in the morning. You're like, Oh, every day to do that. But I do. I every day. that, And I think that that's such a great idea. So to the community listening, like you definitely should try that. Cause I think that that could be a real uh, game changer, game changer for sure. And one of the other questions that I want to ask you, and I think, I think a lot of people want to know this, especially small um, business owners it's what is so far the best piece of advice that you've gotten about running your business? So this is something that I got from my brand strategist. So shout out to her. If you want her details too, I can give that yeah, to you later. Definitely. But <laughs> Let's give her a shout out now. You can go ahead and, and say her name and her handle if you'd like. 
Awesome. So her name is Taylor and her handle is taylorrenee.co. She's a badass. I don't know if I can say ass on your podcast. No, you can say whatever you want to say. She is a badass. I shout out to Taylor. Taylor, we love you. I hope I can get you on the show pretty soon. Yes. So her handle is T-A-Y-L-O-R-R-E-N-E-E dot C-O. There we go. <laughs> I love it. I'll, I'll even add it in the show notes and with the click, you know, with the li- clickable link so that you guys can check her out. The best piece of advice I've ever gotten is one day will not break your business. And this is what I, I don't, this might have different takeaways for different people. But for me, this means the day that I have a panic attack, the day that I have a sick daughter, the day that I have a migraine or I feel off or there's poop smeared all over the walls, I can have a day. One day isn't going to break my business. And it is so freeing to be able to say that to yourself because it's true. We're not doctors. We're not surgeons. No one's going to die. Our business isn't going to collapse. I love that. You know, I, um, (laughs) I worked with a brand mentor two summers ago and unfortunately for me, it just wasn't the right like time. So I've, I've connected with her and I've been able to redo Mm -hmm. the course like over time. So shout out to Jara because she's amazing. And, um, in that process, I realized that I was just so hard on myself, you know, like every day I was like, I have to post, I have to do this. I have to, Mm -hmm. uh, I have a million things that I have to do or like my community is not going to grow or like, you know, everyone's going to think I fell off the face of the earth. And I just felt all this pressure. And one day I woke up and I was like, what am I Mm -hmm. doing this for? Like, what, what is the point? You know, like if I'm not happy or if I'm not like doing it to better my life, and to help me in the situation that I'm in, then what's the purpose, you know? And so I, I stopped posting every day. And you know what happened? My community still grew. Absolutely. People reached out and I ended up finding the people that were really there for me. And instead of like all the fluff mm-hmm. and all the noise, um, it felt so good. It felt so freeing. So that piece of advice that she gave you is honestly, it's like a permission slip. And I think people have a permission slip that like it doesn't yes. always have to be about your business 24 7 like it doesn't always have to be about that and like you're a human being and like you can be a human being and like one day is not going to be the the be all end all you know situation that like I think we think in our heads that it's going to be and it's really freeing so take this as mine and Alex's permission slip to everyone listening one day is not is not the end of it. You know, you can, you can live your life and have a successful business at the same time. So I love that. It is so much more, it is so much more about overall consistency than the little things. And this is really huge for me. So tomorrow I'm actually going on a vacation to Hawaii and I have not taken a real vacation for as long as I can remember. I am a perfectionist. Like I I am clinically diagnosed OCPD, so some similar OCD tendencies, but I am very perfectionistic, and it's hard on my mental mm-hmm. health, but it's something that I work on every single day, and when I was like as far back as I can remember, I was 15 years old, I was doing AP classes and college courses, and I took that homework with me to Cancun. I remember this trip and I was like panicking because I had to get this homework done. I couldn't relax. And then even once I was done, 
there, I was just like not able to calm down and enjoy the moment. And that's kind of been my life ever since. I've always had something. I was in school for a while. I'm a college dropout and so happy about it because of my recovering perfectionism. But I was doing nursing and then school health education. And I always had stuff to do. And then I started working affiliate partnerships and any vacation I've ever took, I've worked during it and not actually relaxed. Tomorrow, I'm going on vacation and I'm doing zero work. I'm going to look at my email once a day and that is oh it. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. Woo-hoo, a real vacation. Yeah, you yes. deserve it, girl. You I deserve it. I deserve this. <laughs> Me and Sydney are besties now. 100%. We get together on podcasts and we're besties. Yes. I'm happy about it. Me too. Okay, well, our our conversation's getting ready to come to a close, which I'm so sad about because I could honestly talk to you all day. You've been such a fun guest. Thank you again. Um, the last question is a question that I ask every, every guest on the show. And it's what advice would you give to people who are scared to go after their dreams and passions? What is a piece of advice that you would give somebody so that they can get the courage to chase after their wildest dreams? Easy. Start now. Start messy. It is so hard for me to do this as a perfectionist, but you are going to change your mind likely five times. It's just going to happen. It happens to everybody, but you will get so much further starting now and changing your mind five times than you would if you just let life decide for you. Life will decide for you if you don't decide yourself. And yeah, that's my biggest piece of advice. Oh, I love get started. That. Start now, guys. And it doesn't have to be like, I know I have a lot of like listeners that are not small business space. They're just people that need encouragement and motivation on the daily. I think that mm-hmm. this applies for everybody. Um, if there's something that you want to do, you want to take a, a cooking class, you want to start a business, you um, you know want to start dating, any any sort of thing that you have been wanting to do, Alex just gave you the best piece of advice. Start now, start messy. There's no such thing as getting it right the first time. And if you do, you're the exception. Congratulations. That's amazing. But don't let that intimidate you. Start, do what you want to do. And as always, us here at Brave Enough to Try, believe in you. Uh, we know that you can do it. And if you ever, ever have any questions or you just need some encouragement, please feel free to reach out. I'm going to plug in all of Alex's information down on the bottom in the note section. Please go follow her on Instagram. Um, share this podcast episode with all your friends. She just gave us so many amazing truth bombs. And honestly, it's just gold. So um, thank you so much, Alex, for being on the show with us. I'm so, so glad um, that you came on today. Thank you for reaching out. And honestly, like, I think we're going to be besties like from now on. (laughs) You got it, girl. You got it. (laughs) Thank you. Seriously, thank you for having me. To continue the conversation, come join me over at Instagram at itsanymore or at Brave Enough to Try podcast.